Hi, you are listening to the Founder Fit podcast, and I'm your host Yash. Does this journey sound familiar to you? Study well for your boards, score ninety percent, and get into IIT. Study well at IIT, do internships at international companies, work hard, and great in- get into great companies like Facebook. This is a standard path for some of the achievers. Our guest today had the standard path till he quit everything and started to build tech to empower the well-being of people. Friends, meet Pritesh Sankey, CEO and founder of Gratitude, an award-winning app which has touched more than 1.5 million lives directly. He's an entrepreneur who believes that success comes from making others successful. To bring any change, you need to change yourself first. Empathy could solve most of the world's problems. He's an entrepreneur who wants to live in a world where people can be vulnerable and don't hesitate to ask for help. Don't hesitate to talk to each other, look them in the eye, smile and say hello. With that, let us get started. Hi Pratish, welcome to the Founder Fit podcast. To get us started with, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Hey Yash, uh thanks for having me here. Um yeah. Um so basically I'm 31 years old, turning 32 this July, and I'm married since 4 years now. Um staying in Bangalore and my home is actually in Mumbai. My parents stay there. Um so I've been uh, an engineer at heart. Love, you know, programming and coding. and uh, now i'm working on gratitude uh, which sort of uh, it's a mental health app uh, you know that encourages people to feel more grateful during the day um and uh, it's been 4 years into the journey it's been an incredible one um i i think about me uh, i truly believe like you know i i i'll be successful when others are successful i strongly believe that uh, you know you become more successful when you it's a, it's about like what you want what you want to receive you first like give so um, that's something that i strongly believe in and couple of other things that i strongly believe in uh, throughout my life journey so far has been uh, you know it, there's nothing like a great thing or a small thing like a big thing or a small thing i feel like if you, even if you take a small thing and you know pour your heart into it it sort of turns out to be a great thing which i've personally seen with a little bit of with my journey on gratitude all uh, right and uh, yeah i think what else like i pretty much enjoy sometimes watching cricket when i'm not working uh, i love working uh, with my folks with my teammates um, it's all and i i i really enjoy listening to other people's journeys so that's what i usually like look out for you know uh, generally when i'm like even when i'm like talking to people i would love to know why do they think the way they think or like why do they do the things that they do so i love uh, conversations also yeah. yeah i think what you're trying to do with gratitude is amazing like uh, super impressive and yeah uh, you must be enjoying the ipl season right now considering the amount of cricket that's going on is there any team that you support you're rooting for it to win i i used to always root for mumbai indians but they have been like super super bad this season um i saw their game just i think it was day before and they lost that one too so you know but i i am generally enjoying ipl this year more yeah for sure it's it's also one of the things that i that i that i used to unwind instead of like probably watching a netflix series which is like a long commitment i generally prefer like watching a t20 highlight even sometimes and like i just feel good about it like yeah yeah i mean obviously something that makes you feel good is really great and being able to identify that is amazing and i think yeah the ipl has been a lot more competitive this year like uh, there's a lot more fight for places and the new teams are performing much better so it's a lot more interesting than normal uh, 
totally so yeah. you can tell me about some of the key events in your life like as a kid adult uh, throughout your work something that's defined who you are today and made you choose what you want to do today yeah right i think events some of this events um uh, interestingly when i think about them they they come to me like they were failures at that time but actually led me to like grow really well in terms of uh, as a human being or like just as a person so I, i'll take back to one of the uh, events that happened with me right uh, the first thing uh, where i thought i failed m- miserably was actually during my first startup which was lumos and that was after completing my engineering i started this startup with two other friends and believe me like that sort of failed that that didn't go anywhere we sort of like i ended up on a very bad note uh, personally you know feeling depressed about what i started to you know go out and promise other people that i will make this big and i just went back doing nothing uh, during that entire process i learned a lot about myself i, I think i never had gone inward uh, before that point it was always outward it was always about uh, you know what should i be changing or rather i should be changing other people or other circumstances and not about like changing myself because i don't know i was pretty much naive maybe at that time what it taught me really was uh, i don't probably have all the answers i do not need to know all the answers but i just need to like you know sometimes go inward and understand myself better what i do i like what do i not like what are my strengths like um so that was one event that has really helped me a lot and uh, the second incident that has generally like led me to in fact build gratitude on a very personal level is this tough time that my family and me actually went through about 4 5 years ago and that was you know we were in a constant state of negativity frustration and anxiety my father was going through a lot actually uh, in his job there was a lot of politics which was leading to a lot of like uh, you know negativity generally and uh, i'd grown to this whole fundamental idea that people are bad other people are bad and they want bad things to happen to us and i just could not like appreciate anyone or and and for that matter even my family or myself again at that time and uh, that was again the time when i decided that i need to change myself uh, because i cannot control the circumstances uh, not all the circumstances not my parents not the experiences that i was going through not the people and that was when i actually started journaling uh, actually journaling right writing what am i thinking or about this um, so taking that responsibility and again going inward and you know and uh, then i needed some framework so i thought of like you know uh, writing three things that i'm grateful for that how, that's how gratitude journaling for me began and practicing gratitude began and then that changed my life significantly it also molded me uh um uh, in a in a great way in the person that now i i think i love myself more uh in the way i am i am also becoming so that was that was this were the two important ones but then the, the, there's one which like very like a childhood at at a childhood point in life it was when i was in the 10th grade and for some reason you know not for some reason it was like my parents had very difficulty traveling from traveling from a to b for their work so they decided to shift you know from our old place to a newer place which was closer to their work and i was in 10th grade 
that time and 10th is like a very important uh, time in our lives and for me i had to change every single thing at that time so 10th i have this added pressure of preparing for board examinations and at the beginning of it i'm changing my school my friends my city uh, my building and everything was new for me and i remember literally just crying lit- really crying alone uh, not fathoming that this change is happening to me and but that sort of changed uh, i did really really well during my 10th exams and you might know this is like a the hindi version of kusuma graja i always remember this poem uh, where he says that phool kaato mein khila tha sej par murjha gaya which means like you know a flower bloomed in the thorns but like when it was kept in a vase it sort of perished so uh, i think the obstacles sort of during that time it made me realize that obstacles are not necessarily there to like just pull you down but become becoming a better version of yourself so again that was something that has i think subconsciously molded me into what i am i am today i think uh, very important very interesting key things uh, so when it comes to failures i think you learn a lot more from failures than from success and uh, the failures force you or make you look at yourself uh, make you think about the decisions and also teach you how to deal with failures and success more or less in the same way uh, again the environment at home uh, so i think having a good a healthy environment is a significant aspect of you being able to blossom into a wonderful person whether it's career uh, anything like even family or anything and like i said like your family was in a negative space and then transforming that into a positive space using that and building something around that is again very interesting and the last thing that i would say you said uh, the poem where you says the flower blooms i think uh, it's very true and in english you would probably say like the more you stay in your comfort zone you're killing yourself you're killing your creativity you're not growing and uh, as soon as you know that hey i'm happy i'm comfortable it's time to slowly decide like hey what's the next challenge what's the next thing that i want to pick on and uh, it's very interesting that yeah like you said these three things so it's about dealing with failures and success equally having a good environment and trying not to stay very comfortable or trying to constantly challenge yourself so obviously great events yeah. uh, very personal and thank you for sharing so you spoke about uh, the time where there was a lot of negativity and uh, i mean when there's a negativity it takes a massive toll on your mental health so how did you deal with that uh, toll on your mental health how did the people around you understand or accept mental health right so um, when this happened right specifically the this phase which was about 4 5 years ago um when my family and me were going through actually a very tough time uh first first response to that was we need to change our external situations right uh so we we hired a lot of people who can help us uh, so uh, uh second is you know you start asking very irrational at this point but is the direction of this home you know align to our success should we do like a a a ceremony so that negative energies from disappear all kind of things like where you are not taking sort of responsibility you are like saying ki nothing is wrong like i i need not change in this circumstances i need to do some other things that would help me so first re- response is always that because it's tangible and maybe it's like 
there's a framework there's a process set up when you think about like mental or going inward mental health uh, they're really sometimes intangible because even now when i when you ask me okay like what's what's that like typically i would say that i'm happier but you wouldn't know from like a key metric or like you know there's there's not like oh there's a fever of 104 degrees and like now it's like 98 so you're well um it's it's not like that so it becomes harder to um sometimes harder to actually think about the right questions which are related to your own mental health about the thoughts that you're thinking about the emotions you're feeling about like just uh, you know being able to how you sort of try are you trying to cope with that situation how are you trying to think through or navigate through mentally uh, that is like uh, very was very difficult and particularly when bad things happen right you uh, it's very easy and to to sort of dwell on the negative things that are happening and what happens is what you think is what you attract that i strongly believe again uh it's like if i keep thinking that this is going to happen this is going to happen even if that does not happen let's say but i have wasted my mental health energy time on just anticipating that something bad is going to happen right and most of the times it will manifest also so it's particularly difficult when you are going through a negative time uh what helped me right at that time is uh it, it as i told you like i i started so th- there was this book the secret which like was gifted to uh, me by my girlfriend for my first valentine's day and she's my wife now so when i read that book it sort of spoke to me in a very different way like that was the first i think my exposure so you know how engineers are we are very logical very rational there's like no bullshitting you can't be like talking rational rational uh, irrational stuff and the secret is a book where like the author talks about law of attraction what you what do you think you attract and those kind of concepts right uh, but that book literally at that time spoke something to me like it said like oh maybe like yes this is this could be the reason what what is my dialogue with myself so i started asking so so there's this book that just called me and i'm like i took that book and started reading it just not expecting that okay it's going to change my life or anything and I, and when it i was reading i particularly then it asked me questions like okay what am i talking to myself and then when i asked that question i realized that i'm talking what i'm i was saying was all people are bad they want bad things to happen to us uh, we will never get our our uh, goal we will never achieve our goals or we will never get what we want in our lives we are not deserving right and like why does this happen to us so uh, brain is very tricky and it used to find answers to this question like it will find answers to any questions that you ask so it will tell me like i am like i gen- generally don't deserve this or my parents uh, you know are not capable of doing this right whatever like and it will give me xyz reasons and i'll feel okay this is how it is but when that book asked me like okay what's the dialogue with yourself and then i realized oh this is like sort of broken i need to change that and then it also gave me like ways on frameworks to how to think about and one would definitely was being like being grateful right and at that time i i actually started using google keep and just writing about like three things that i'm grateful for irrespective of what was happening so i had read the secret i read the book the power of subconscious mind i attended a mind power workshop where the author the host spoke about this concepts about visualization law of attraction gratitude and for the lack of options and i was so desperately wanting to change i started listening and actually 
you know trying to adopt these things and trust me like that was one of the best thing that i did to sort of bring a change what happened is i so i can like i still have the old entry where i've written my first ever entry was even in this difficult times i'm just grateful for uh, the helpers that come to our place they cook us food they keep our house clean uh, you know for friends who are around me um and just being just that my family is alive so uh it what it what it started doing is started making me more calmer so i i think what helped is was just constantly introspection uh and asking myself certain empowering questions right even at gratitude in when i was doing this gratitude practice i would ask really empowering questions like for for me one of the question i would ask is he like what is something new that i learned today or as simple as that what made me smile today or like if i look just around me what is it something that i'm taking for granted or what privilege am i enjoying that i'm not thinking about and then those kind of questions were like empowering and when i started feeling grateful uh then i was not envious about other people like you know it most of it was like envy like other people have so much i don't have so much how do they have so much and we don't have anything like like that right comparison and stuff so i think asking those empowering questions doing the gratitude practice and a little bit of visualization really helped me during that time that was after like not like a like a quick thing it was over a month few months time literally like we first tried all the horrendous ways of improving the situation for 5 6 months that's when like nothing was working being in desperation you know necessity is the mother of invention in that dire need of bringing that change and then you know started doing some of these things which helped yeah i'm so i'm so glad that you figured it out and uh, obviously it's a long beautiful journey that you had uh, a couple of things that you said journaling I mean i have been doing journaling for a while and it's an extremely powerful tool you are able to know exactly how you feel what situations make you feel good what makes you feel bad uh, what would you rather do more often so it's a very powerful tool and something that i would also love doing the other thing that you spoke about is i feel we as humans love to be right so when we are constantly thinking negative uh, we put ourselves in position where the thoughts actually become reality and then we are like happy that we were right that we predicted that this will happen and it actually happened and the same goes for when we are actually thinking about it positively right we like at any person anybody you ask they would always love to be right there is nobody that's like no i'm happy to be wrong so that's the trick of the mind where if you're constantly thinking about negative things you're like no this is only going to happen you will put yourself or you will make decisions that will lead up to that negative thing happening more often than not so again what you said like the mind is very tricky and in negative cycle yeah. and again you said we try to change the circumstances around us rather than uh us accepting because it's very difficult for us to take responsibility and especially when something intangible right like okay it's my mental health my negative cycle and it's a lot more easier like you no know, the vastu or uh the direction or sun is not entering our house there's not enough sunlight so very easy to put it on those things but very difficult to be like no okay i need to change my thought process i need to change my ideas uh i'm so glad that you're able to figure it out uh it did take time but amazing journey and super proud like you should be grateful for yourself for being able to figure it out uh yeah totally right uh that is also sometimes we forget to be grateful to your own self 
So we have like in the app like this are the, there is this, this question section of questions where we actually ask sometimes ourselves to write a letter of gratitude to your own self that you're doing fine you're doing the best you can and stuff like that that's so important at times right so absolutely i think i feel grateful yeah sometimes i'm hard on myself but yeah most of the time i'm grateful sure <laughs> yeah i think we are often hard on ourselves because we always measure ourselves with the destination and not with the journey like if we see the amount of progress we made we would more often be grateful for the journey that we've had the development that we've had but as long as we keep measuring ourselves against a fixed pole or a goal it feels like we're still a f- fair bit away and we're not doing enough so i think constantly looking at our journey the progress that we made would help us feel more grateful would make us feel happier in general yeah very well said yeah definitely so uh again continuing on the mental health what do you think like obviously mental health in india is a big stigma there's a lot of friction resistance around mental health which is slightly changing in the last couple of years but what are your thoughts about the stigma that is there and what do you think that we need to do for the society as a whole to change that stigma and embrace the change right yeah i definitely believe that there's there's still a lot of stigma like we are becoming better um, like some of them are consciously thinking about it it's at workplace and uh, generally so for at a personal level you know i've seen like a very close and i've experienced and witnessed a, a suicide in my own family in my close family and that was one another incident and that was a time when i actually was working on gratitude which is like a mental health app and i was like literally for me it was quite a shock um because i was thinking about mental health and i didn't realize that someone in my family was going through you know some uh, a lot and particularly you know like what we happened to see and so so stigma is generally like you know we forget or like we rather ask questions like why did someone did this when they were well to do you know um then there are these questions like they had a job they had a family they had everything and then yet what was the need uh what was the need to take such a hard step and that's that's like going uh, that that's the extreme step but uh just generally all of us most of us are going through some kind of uh you know stress anxiety and generally like when what has happened is i think it's been a cultural thing also for most of us where and i think things have changed right like our previous generation used to used to work at uh the same place let's say for at least a lot more major part of their lives like now we are changing like you know cities and we are changing jobs uh, even when you change a city it's not very easy like i told you about that episode which i had in my 10th standard where i was feeling so isolated uh it creates now no one would understand like they would ask me like oh you have nice school you actually shifted to a city from a town so i was living in a small town and like i shifted uh they wouldn't just but no like you know i am like feeling i'm not feeling great because i was feeling that community feeling that friends feeling right um so generally it all comes to oh like 
you have money you have like everything why what's the need to crypt so that that is that is i think there that's very prevalent and at especially at workplaces also i think when it comes to it's very easy to share updates also right my physical health is not good like i am like having fever and like throat is sore and stuff like that but if you give an update like hey like today i'm like having this i'm not in a good mind space i'm like having this crazy thoughts we tend to like dismiss it are like that that's that's normal or like you know it will be like you're overthinking just just leave it like right or you just dismiss it you would rather like not listen to it and like i think that that happens like and some of it is of course like it happens because it it's also difficult to place yourself in someone else's shoes like it takes actually a lot of uh, empathy compassion to be able to understand the person that's in front of you uh, so of course like it's it's a hard job to do but just just dismissing something or like you know something is normal normalizing something is is definitely like it's it's very prevalent and i'll tell you two things that i'm commonly seeing when i'm talking to people two things that i see is they uh, one is overthinking like we tend to like overthink a situation a scenario like play it in our head multiple number of times in different scenarios and second is imposter syndrome or rather like not feeling worthy like you know uh, i have been i think through that also myself but these are the most prevalent and common problems that i see in terms of like just when you talk about mentally feeling mental discomfort right it's about it's about generally these two things like even if you have sent an email to someone right you're constantly overthink oh did i send it right uh, was the timing wrong did i put the message right what will they think after reading this it's all it's happened but like we're still thinking about it and if you tell this to someone now imagine like you will feel so embarrassing also to tell someone that hey you know what i'm feeling anxiety about that email that i sent and they will be like dismissing are what are you thinking dude that's a small thing right and you wouldn't know like what am i exactly feeling so um about that thing that you said right so i feel like in this particular things especially at workplace i feel there's a responsibility of leaders to play like a huge role into it i think how much ever you say it's generally ha- this kind of things generally pass on from like top to down like you know founders to like what are like the entire team i want to don't want to go to the hierarchy but uh especially the founders and the leaders have to like step up in this and personally also and we haven't been if you think about it we have been taught to what to think we have been taught what to think rather than how to think right they like have been cons- i remember like for most of the time i used to feel that this is this is the way world works you know this is how i should be thinking uh, this is what i should be thinking i should not be thinking about this no one like clearly explained that when this happens this is these are the frameworks that you can use to think right so uh, awareness and education is also low if you come to think about it and secondly generally we i think in especially in our country also like there is a little bit of culture because so many people are going through so many things like you can't possibly not can't but like it's a it's a rather a difficult task to really understand each other uh here like given that even the basic sometimes privileges are not available uh for so many people right but uh especially at workplace we could be doing that secondly i think just generally family uh there's this beautiful organization 
I come across are you okay uh, they celebrate this day which is are you okay day it's just about asking hey are you okay that we generally ask but are you okay really like really are you okay like you know like it's it needs a confirmation like we always ask this in hindi right so bhaiya kaise ho right so like must hai bhaiya sahi mein must ho na ekdam to matlab like it's like it, it's like yeah like that that's when uh, you know real conversations come in i think um if you ask about how can this be better personally like from my experiences uh, the way i i am trying to do this at least with my team members is having being very vulnerable like personally myself like when i have like some things that are going in my own head i will discuss them out just i will do and explain that if i had any uh, illness physical illness or like just uh, personal work i would want to say that hey you know what i didn't sleep well i was having these thoughts continuously or there's like parents or like home issues going on let's say right um like when i am discussing i think like my team members also like come forward and they feel okay it's it's okay to share all this right so i think sharing asking for help uh it's very difficult asking for help but i think specifically we can talk about maybe at workplace i don't know like i can i can probably tell you more about workplace or is it like generally what what would you want to know better uh, so whatever you are comfortable with i mean you already spoke about a lot of things like uh, people associate that somebody successful cannot have mental health issues but i think there's a lot of evidence out there like there's deepika padukone who's spoken about her issues uh, obviously the whole incident with sushant singh rajput and uh, there's a lot more successful people out there that have admitted to having mental health issues and success does not mean that you can't suffer mental health issues uh, again you spoke about the exposure like previous generation uh, one they didn't have a lot of exposure to social media to mental health uh, they were in a different whole cultural environment where hustle was not the main identification of your success right now unless you're doing 10 different things and you're constantly growing and progressing in life uh yes. you're not successful or there's a lot of pressure and fees like you're lagging behind so i mean that's the whole shift and also the access to social media like our parents or the previous generations would only be able to see it on tv they had limited exposure to everything but today uh anything and everything is accessible and at a very young age like 12 maybe even 10 year olds can access internet through their own phones and they have the whole world at their mobile phone so that plays a massive role in terms of like hey uh the amount of uh mental health issues that are arising and another thing that you said there's no small things right like if some i'm a very big believer if something is bothering you it's not small it's not big it's bothering you and that's the first topic it can be as small as hey my dog is not eating food people might just be like hey it's a small thing why are you worrying like so much but if it's really bothering me it is bothering me you can't i would not want it to be called a small thing or a big thing and especially i believe this is very important for when it comes to kids right like when you're in your growing ages they very often tell you that hey no you're not doing math go go figure it out it's a very small thing you shouldn't be bothered or you should be able to figure it out on your they don't realize the impact of that one small statement where the next time you're hesitant to ask for help there's a whole different belief system that's starting to build in you 
which needs to change right. like small you don't talk about small things you don't address small things even if they're bothering you like you yes. start classifying things as big or small and like you said uh, i'm um, like it's very very amazing that you have conversations you make yourself vulnerable at work and i also believe that conversations is the way going forward to break the stigma to change the narrative that mental health is normal and uh, like you said like you can talk about it in a general space you can talk about it in from in terms of your work uh, whatever you are comfortable with you'd uh, like to know your story yeah like i think most of the time now it's a, all about like you know at work so uh, especially for me what i'll t- tell you more about like how things are working out for me in terms of so it's it, for me one, one of the most biggest challenge that happens is uh feeling sometimes emotionally drained right i think um, one of the things as let's say particularly let's say founders right um one of the biggest role of a founder is to actually coach be a coach to the to the team right and being a coach entails that entails that you are able you are aware of like your own self you are being able to manage your own self as well as listening and like you know caring about and empowering your team members to do their best right that's what like coaches outcome is right uh at that time what happens is mostly you get so so the, since like it's it's all about actively listening actively understanding and being self aware at times it might happen that you feel just emotionally drained your own self right like i think and i have seen when i used to talk to like even uh, coaches and therapists they would tell me how they even they take help from other coaches and other therapists even they would need like therapy and i agree because like after a point like as especially as founders or leaders it might be emotionally very much you know draining and to be able to like get back and like manage yourself better it, it's an important thing to do at that time um so i think just i just wanted to make sure that i'm like ask, answering the right question or like am i digressing from the original point uh, there there so, is no digression and what you said definitely makes sense like as a founder uh your biggest challenge is i mean you would know better but i i believe the biggest challenge is dealing with different people and there is no one formula that works for all people right like i have a different style of work and the rest of the team like 15 20 100 people each of them has a different style of work how do you bring out the best in each of them and have conversations or enable them to do their best i think is the biggest part and that is very draining very tiring both like emotionally and i think it's that is uh, what you were also addressing or that's also what you were talking about and uh, like i said this is a organic conversation you don't really have to worry about like hey are you digressing or anything uh, we'll go okay. with the flow there's no worry you don't have to okay sure so i'm still in the making of that bit like i'm uh, learning in the job so it's like we are a small team right uh just six members six seven members uh working on gratitude and uh, while it's a small team i think it's my responsibility as someone who's leading the team or just like as a founder to make sure that I, like i'm not wasting their time you know i'm like responsible for uh their time mostly because 
uh, if you come to think about it the only the 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 thing that has been given equally to all of us is actually time uh, and to be wasting someone's time i feel that it would be a very criminal thing to do uh, personally for me that's something that I believe in so generally i have that anxiety like am i wasting wasting time right and like uh, so then that question leads to okay if i were to make the best use of my time and their time which means ki it's also important that every one of us are at our best right giving our 100% because then once you're giving 100% it doesn't matter what the outcome is whether you were like successful or not but that was a good utilization of your time and that's what's important so once that was a that is the thing that okay are we doing our best then it becomes very important because there are so many obstacles that come in your way of doing your best right and that has generally to do with lot of your mental health also because it's like the mind that is at 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 work most of the time we are not doing any like not generally physical work it's going to be like mental work and in your mental work and not just work in any kind of like even relationship when you're listening or you know personal matters what you're doing is majorly a mental calculation mental work right and there are obstacles right and then you need to figure out like as a leader uh, what these obstacles are and like help navigate and and like not not literally like suggesting any solution or that bit but like as a coach i think you bring out the best or like you bring out the answers from the other person themselves by asking better questions right so it all leads down to asking better questions or empowering questions so eventually then i feel that so i am in that whole learning space where trying to understand what it takes to be a good coach like uh, because if i want to be a good leader and then it, very interesting enough a major aspect of it is just about managing your own self because uh, again as i told you like um if you were to become a better uh, coach you need to become better at managing your own self because most of the times when i have realized that i am not managing myself or rather i am not working on my own self i tend to become more compulsive angrier not aware and typically then disempowering other people and my team right and not just team then it reflects in your family because you get angrier because there were problems in your work and then that sort of because you're not aware now so when i'm not working on my own self i tend to do all these things so what i realized is now i need to spend time managing myself and this is a learning frankly ash like well, i am like right now uh, finding my own ways like in a week i'm trying to find out okay you know this is a good time for me to spend so i am usually carrying a book with me or like you know i have like even the books of uh, macbook the books app where i'm like actually they are a good source for me to understand and whenever like you know uh, i know of a friend who had been in a similar situation i'll just call them up and ask like hey how do you deal with this uh, and what not so to uh, to answer your question it I, it's very interesting that how do you manage my team is actually the answer is i have to work a lot on managing my own self first and then it sort of takes care of like you know uh, managing my team like because uh, it's about just bringing that self change and then you become that person and you are able to and interestingly even the team tries to bring out that from you that is something that i've observed they'll ask you to like scale up you know like hey 
this this is going to be new things that i'm going to come up with so you better be like you know uh, thinking about what you're going to come next so just like how users or customers bring out product from you i think it's the same thing like a leader is also or a, not a leader is generally like becoming a better manager it's about pulling that out from your team members and it's yeah, likewise yeah very true uh, very insightful and the only thing i would like to say is that you spoke about people not being at 100% i don't think anybody can be at 100% every day there might be days where you are 100% but more often than not you would be at 60 70 10 20 like it's never a constant right. scale yeah. right like there are hundreds of different factors you might have had a bad day at home your parents are not well uh, or you are super related and you're super happy and you're doing really well so like there are different reasons for which your performance might be affected and we need to be aware and mindful that hey it's okay for not everybody to not be 100% and it's a very difficult thing mm-hmm. right like we only associate 100% efficiency is efficiency but the rest doesn't really count but actually being constant yeah. consistent with the effort that you're putting is more important uh so again like yeah. but what you said is very infi- insightful unless we are able to make changes or as a manager you are able to constantly grow and manage yourself better it's going to be more difficult and uh, challenging to manage the people around you uh, great interesting takeaway that that's so, a very interesting point yeah yeah so just adding on that right so generally when we say 100% it's very easy to assume that it's by default at work you know i find it very interesting uh we do not try to apply that same to let's say chilling or having fun 100% of like let's say self care you know i'm giving my 100% to my self care it's just about like you know i'm not going to do i'm going to do nothing like it's so hard to say that today i want to do nothing i want to be 100% at it right <laughs> that that is what i'm like mean by when i say like yeah also 100% should apply to everything by by default now it comes back to like 100% efficiency we talk about 100% work 100% fit or whatever like that is right uh i think that should similarly apply to because i've seen myself also at times when i'm like wanting to do nothing can i be 100% at it because then if i'm like thinking that i'm not giving my 100% to doing nothing or like just slow thinking or just like just sitting at one place enjoying the match let's say right 100% enjoying the match or the conversation uh being just 100% into it like why do i need to like think about 100 different stuff so yes i think that is another con- thing that needs to probably change when you say 100% uh can we apply to every single thing 100% joy 100% fun 100% work 100% sleep you know like that kind of thing right yeah yeah very true okay. and again like an interesting thought process uh even yeah. i would say i'm somebody who doesn't do 100% of everything and that's something that's actually very challenging if you're able to do that i uh, think you'd all be extremely happy uh so i would want to know like what inspired or like what made you or gave you the push i mean you did speak a little bit about it but maybe if you could tell us a little bit more about what inspired you to start gratitude right so you know like there this question i get asked a lot of time because since it's a company then generally people would be like hey when did you start like or like you know what what's that so i particularly didn't have like a fixed date because it never really start what happened was very interesting because i was during this time which 4 5 years ago when i was going through this difficult time um what i what i realized 
when i had this realizations that i need to go inward and like you know bring a self change that's when i started doing a few exercises like for example i told you about gratitude journaling uh you know trying to think about three things that are at least i'm grateful for so i told you also like i am like more like not a pen and paper person i was just writing in google keep at labels and i would write things i'm grateful for and then the date it's a 10th may and i would write the three things that i'm grateful for and uh so at that time i was working and a cab would come to pick me up uh so i had i had pretty much great privileges at that time and i was not aware like can you think about like getting a cab to work is such a privilege so uh when i used to hop on onto this cab the first thing that i would do is this exercise i would open up my google keep and write about three things that i'm grateful for firstly first of it would be mostly like i have a cab i've got a cab i on time at work right and then i am grateful for manoj uh, who was a chauffeur so uh that thing helped helped me quite a bit right and i told you i have been a android engineer like an engineer at heart so i love to build things when i had found the first time when i had built an app which was during my engineering i felt a super power in me that i can create and build things and i said i found out on google play like uh, you know if there are apps that i could use and pretty much i wanted to do very simple thing it's just about like every day i just want to be reminded that what i want i'm grateful for and just write them down and i could not find something that i could stick to so i ended up building an app for myself and that's where i would like write and about i had given this app to my sister also who found it really valuable about 6 7 months later i decided that this is really useful and i'm just going to put it out there for other people to use without any you know uh, thinking about i'm starting a startup or a company or whatever what that is i just named it gratitude because i felt gratitude it's about gratitude you know you tend to think become serious about the names that you want to give i was not serious at all i was just like hey this is a useful concept i feel more people embrace it and through my own expression of this app maybe some people might find it useful that was the only outcome that i was looking forward and interestingly enough i i left that on the play store and started doing my own things i wanted to do something else i wanted to do a fintech company build a some some fintech app uh, but, uh interestingly enough like i started having uh, getting people onto the app and they were writing to me about hey this is a simple app it's helping me to write my journal and uh, here are some of the feedbacks that i've got and then i will talk to them and like you know understand better what uh, what was what were their journey like why did they start like writing gratitude interestingly enough i saw that they were having similar stories story like me going through a tough time and you wouldn't believe like there's so many people who are going through so much and uh that's another thing but what happened over course of time is people started organically coming to the app and long story short you know within 4 months 4 5 months we have 30000 downloads and then later on now fast forward you know 4 years into the journey we are more than we've reached more than 2 million people and we have so many users who are sharing the story on gratitude and it's not now it, we've created now a power packed routine instead of the journaling so some of the things that i have tried i have put it tried to put it in the app myself like you know so i am a user of my own, own product like that's how it is so we have the three things the four things that we that we could pack in a power morning routine is something that's in the app right 
so what pushed me is basically it's very personal to me you know uh, for for some it might like gratitude journaling seems like an exercise to do for me at that time it was a it it gave me hope you know hope that this thing will ch- probably will make me a better person will change my circumstances so and it did so it it's really really very much personal to me and usually then i uh, i have found myself to uh, now be, be more self aware and i am grateful to like just this practice of gratitude uh, to to help me out that way right so it's been very personal when you have when you have when you have the lack of it when there's something that is really lacking right that sort of propels you to like bring it into your life that's how it is i lack gratitude uh in my family and everything ungrateful behavior and that sort of pushed me that this is not going to be sustainable i need to get out of this and so the more you get entrenched the more you sort of try to bounce back right and that's probably like has pushed me to stick with gratitude i gave my everything then i then i decided a four months into it i want to give everything to this and left every single thing that i was doing just started focusing on building the app building the product talking to people and just enjoying that journey yeah i think it's a beautiful journey uh, congratulations on 2 million plus downloads uh, i just Thank heard you. that from navin that you also got a award from google app store recently oh that that's that's the app skill academy they have like they had enlisted uh, shortlisted 100 uh, apps into their founding cohort uh, yeah but they have also featured us in like apps uh, that inspire or made in india apps that inspire so yes i think achievement wise uh, you know we we we've got listed into like new apps we love kind of featured categories and all uh, for sure but i think success success is always like getting that awesome review or email from a from a from our from the person who's are uh, using the app and found it very meaningful them just reaching out how that has transformed their lives right. i think uh, very inspiring beautiful story and uh, i was even recently reading uh, reading so the best products or the best startup stories come from when you're trying to solve something for yourself and uh, yeah. i think your evidence for something like that uh, yes totally and and you won't believe like i i had to, told you about the story of my first startup which was an iot startup so why was that important to me or you asked right what events have molded you to become what you are today uh, that experience tells me what not to do or what not to repeat during my this journey i was not building for myself i was building for i don't know some imaginary person uh, we were automating lights and we were not even using ourselves and then you know all the things that you couldn't think of there's an article on your story also about why that failed we uh, one of the my co-founder had written about it the piece on it and that is that is something that is molding me because it tells me what not to do right and particularly the advice that you get what not to do i find it more useful than what you could be doing because what you could be doing is like several things what not to do is a very tangible advice sometimes uh, it just tells you okay don't don't fall into this trap right that's a great advice sometimes right uh, yeah so 
like beautiful and uh, it's amazing that you learned from your failures and you're constantly being able to implement it i think that's also a massive skill and uh, very impressive so uh you spoke about gratitude and i just wanted to ask like what do you think are some of the challenges that people often face when it comes to taking care of their own well-being or putting their own well-being first yeah the challenges typically i think firstly priority sometimes it's a priority issue you know it's at the in the lowest of the priority just just acceptance that this is an important thing to do you know taking care of well-being it goes for a toss like there's so many times like you just focused on and sometimes there are phases like i wouldn't deny like someone who's like super focused on their goal uh should be doing what they want to get things done uh definitely but then there is a, like a phase in life where you want to balance right it's all about balancing there's not no right or wrong way probably right um but challenges that comes when you're taking care of the well-being right is as i told you first thing is about like priority second is generally what happens is it's such a broad thing sometimes you get overwhelmed as to like what should i be doing for my own well-being right uh <laughs> there could be there could be typically so many things and sometimes there are great things that you could be doing but you are not accepting accepting of that at times right for example you know uh since there might be some stigma around just therapy or like you know even coaching let's say or whatever like you you feel like why do i need to be able to do that for my well-being right um not accepting not accepting that not being ha- honest with your own self sometimes i think that gets into a way of like taking care of your well-being because you need to be thoroughly honest like hey like this is this is what, where i am with respect to my well-being and i need to do the best that is uh, out there or like you yeah, know right for myself uh i think another challenge that comes into taking care of well-being when i said about the priority i think it's just about also about scheduling that time for it sometimes you sort of never schedule time for it so when you not don't schedule then you probably don't do it right that's a major challenge um i think there is also little bit of skepticism of spending money on your own well-being right uh it's very easy to uh think about spending on <laughs> more tangible things maybe you know subscriptions or uh it's like maybe food or you know um extravaganzas but when it comes to like your own well-being relationship with money is also important right generally like for for all kinds of decisions that you do and that also applies to like taking care of your well-being and taking care of your well-being requires you to like also definitely spend some money on it right uh meaning like yeah uh, i know like some things are very very expensive but i think one of the things should be also scheduling time but also like maybe budgeting a little bit of money for my well-being i think not necessarily like there are all the right things to do but generally whatever you want to do for your well-being like it, it will be important to maybe budget it out a little bit because if you come to think about it if you don't budget all this then that's probably not going to happen uh right like if i want to for my well-being i want to do a solo trip maybe but like if i don't have finances well managed or like i'm not budgeting it for then that would be tricky to do <laughs> it's another challenge Yeah I think I I, think, I I could just think about this 3 4 uh, things. Uh very true especially the last thing when it comes to spending money uh 
a very good example for that is a preventative health checkup or your annual health checkup is like about 2000 rupees or something almost right. everybody hesitates to do it but they would be more than happy to spend 1 lakh 2 lakhs as an hospital bill right and uh, very recently uh, one of my colleagues dad uh, father in law had a stroke mm-hmm. for 66 years of his life he's had no issues he never bothered to get a health wow. checkup all of a sudden he got a stroke and now he half of his body is paralyzed and what the doctor said is if you had just gotten a health checkup earlier you would have been able to catch the signs for this earlier and you would have never had to face these issues so wow. the importance of something a preventative healthcare is massively understated or neglected and it comes about mm-hmm. like insurance is there or we just take take it when it's needed but not proactively take care of ourselves so mm-hmm. i very much agree with in terms of like hey we need to budget we need to plan and it's extremely right. important to prevent massive so so uh, yeah so yeah. when you ask me about this question right i ask this question to my own self like what are the challenges that i am facing you know so it all applies to me as well like it's not something that i have like sorted it out and i'm like telling you uh probably it's more like an introspection question by my own self like hey what are the challenges that are coming in my way of taking care of my well-being like actually right so the, the question that came to me was like hey what are the challenges for my own self that's coming to my well-being so yeah i think you're absolutely right about like being uh doing the preventive health checkups um definitely yeah <laughs> so i mean like awareness is half of the problem solved so if you're aware like hey these are the challenges now you know what needs to be solved and it's just about taking action and getting it solved so i'm glad that uh it helped you have a look at yourself and even decide so if i mean you obviously gratitude journal frequently is there any other such routine that you do on a regular basis that helps you with either productivity or well-being right i what i've recently found so um i usually am fond of like reading books at times just trying to understand some framework so one of the book was you might have come across miracle morning by al erol uh, elrod who talks about the savers routine which is about scribbling affirmations visualization so it's like s a v e r s uh which is about the exact same thing about like journaling uh, you know um journaling is definitely um for me it's like i don't do it daily or something like that but whenever i ha- i'm i'm feeling that i'm going through an obstacle i would generally just open up evernote at times and just write everything that i can what i'm uh, typically thinking about or how i want to probably just not in the in in the hope of finding a solution but just rather what am i feeling right now uh, what about this thing or a situation or a person i'm feeling right now uh that tends to help uh, in terms of like a routine um i love walking so just going for like solo walks uh, just solo walks without any uh earphones no music just uh going out there and looking around um you know um just looking at uh, you know some uh, some of the pets like the dogs trees and just feeling the air just trying to be mindful wow so mindful walks are awesome for me i love them i long for them and what i've typically also found is uh i love to take some small vacations and breaks 
you know just just go and absolutely do nothing in the sense not do nothing in the sense of like work wise the laptop won't get open or the phone i'll try to like shut off myself from then even become like very unresponsive on whatsapp during this time and uh that has that has helped me uh there has been like times where i have been not so so great at it but doing surya namaskars like just uh, helping uh it, it whenever i do that i generally feel more more vibrant so in terms of like routine um i'm very mindful about the morning routine um there are phases you know right now what i'm telling you is the ideal that i had which was some time ago most of the time like recently i had had actually had uh, troubles with my sleep like for crying out loud right now fortunately not uh, but generally i had to do with my routine so morning routines are i have what i've tried i told you like journaling um morning walks um and surya namaskars uh, that has been and a little bit of like reading or like listening to a youtube video so I actually sometimes go to youtube video even before our call which is at 9:30 every day call i would open up youtube so i believe in first uh, filling my cup first so generally you are all drained right the cup is empty you would want to like fill it completely first so what has also helped me is listening to sometimes i hear listen to simon senek sometimes it's sandeep maheshwari also uh, it's about recently i came across jim ron uh all show off and so i will listen to them and just increase the vi- like the positive and the vibrations in within me yeah that sort of sets a good tone uh for me for the day yeah it's pretty much yeah uh, that's a yeah. i mean that's a lot of things that you think about it it's uh, like you were it's like it's very little but i think it's amazing and uh, yeah it's being able about, to have yeah, yeah. Yeah. being able to have a routine or ex- even know what you want to do on a regular basis is amazing uh, you should be super glad that you are able to do that uh, a last thing from our conversation today is if you had to give any advice to fellow entrepreneurs founders one piece of take away what would that be right i think oh uh, is that your dog <laughs> <laughs> got it okay so in terms of like so again i'm thinking from myself like early on uh, what i found i think one of the things the greatest thing that can that i found particularly useful which in fact again it could be like lacking even now i'm longing for it at times is having a great sometimes circle a support system or a circle Uh, at times there are so many you might be going through so many problems personally at work that you would want to pick up a phone and talk to someone who can be honest with you or just like listen to you you know for me it, uh, most of the times it's my wife neha i like well, once i'm done with the call and i'm like disoriented i just go and walk up to her and tell her like you know hey like this is what i'm feeling and she will hear me out sometimes like just ask me some great questions will which will lead me to uh, better outcomes i think if that 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 was an advice like you know for me it's my partner like for uh, sometimes also friends who have been through uh, but having a thinking about having that line of uh, people or a uh, some group of people that you can just go and talk to when you are in like just need of someone 
you know who can listen to you and just be honest with you at times that would be incredible i'm longing for like recently i've been telling my wife also neha that i think i need to get some coaching i think i've spoken this to even navin and like i usually feel that i need like to be better uh, i want to t- sometimes like talk out more and uh, just just have someone like understand me more um maybe someone has been through what i am going through and that will definitely be needle moving just in the journey that i am on yeah uh, yeah so having a diverse support system is extremely important like uh, you need somebody at work that you can talk to you need somebody at home friends also having some professional help whether it's uh, your family doctor your therapist Uh, your trainer but having and knowing that hey these are the people that i can rely for these things is extremely important and i'm ha- glad that you have some sort of uh it figured out and you're looking at figuring out of the rest so that's also an amazing thing it's been lovely talking to you uh thank you so much for being a part of this podcast awesome thanks yash thanks for having me it was lovely talking to you